This is John Floridas. Welcome to Musicians Spotlight. Our guest today is the American Patchwork Quartet. When first unto this country a stranger I came Just to find This is John Floridas. Welcome to Musician Spotlight. I'm very pleased to be joined today by Falu Shah and Clay Ross of the American Patchwork Quartet. How you doing? Great. Great. Thanks so much for having us. It's great to be here. That's great to have you too. And we'll just tell listeners that uh, we've just been through uh, 
a rigorous uh, uh, immersion in technology to get the two of you on the phone at the same time and, and get it to a point where we can record it for Musicians Spotlight. And I appreciate all the efforts that uh, you put in today to making this happen. Really excited to to get you and your work on the show. We should mention as well, uh, Falu Shah is the vocalist of the American Patchwork Quartet, Clay Ross on guitar and vocals. It also includes, the band also includes Clarence Penn on drums and uh, Yasushi Nakamura on bass and uh, a string of Grammy Award nominated winning and otherwise acclaimed musicians. Um, this is really great to get a chance to talk to you. And it's just by chance to my ears that your music came to me in an email, uh, I think just in regards to a general promotion of what you guys were doing. And then talking before the interview, we find out that actually there were plans in the works for you to come to Montana and specifically to the listening area in Helena. Um, and hopefully that those will, will continue. So this is even more cool that we're getting a chance to do this. Falu, we were just talking before the interview, how you had been to Missoula with another group. Is that correct? Yes. Missoula was, uh, it's, it was, a. I think, I think I was in a dreamland. It was so beautiful in the the city was beautiful the place was beautiful but the people were so warm and welcoming and um i i think i i was the only indian person in the club that day but i never felt lonely i felt so loved that's beautiful well listen one of the things i wanted to get to is there are some very specific goals and purposes of this of this uh, collaboration beyond even just the the musical collaboration and i'm going to kind of reference those from from some of your press materials and i'm just going to start with this one american patchwork quartet is on a mission to reclaim the immigrant soul of american roots music and i wondered if both of you could speak to that you know this project it really started with my relationship with falu um We've been teaching artists together for the last uh, five or seven years, and we've been doing uh, a, a lot of work with court-involved youth, um, working with mothers in, in facilities um, to write lullabies, and working with students um, on site at Carnegie Hall. And, you know, we, all, we just kind of had an instant rapport. I remember the first time I heard Falu sing, it was like, I was like, oh, my God, you know, I felt like she was shooting laser beams, you know, from her soul. And, you know, I'm not trained in Indian classical music. You know, Falu is not necessarily, you know, an American folk artist or jazz musician um, like my background. But, you know, we felt that the thing that we had in common is that we are both American citizens. And the truth of the American experience is that it's always been a country of immigrants. You know, one of the things that we hope to achieve with this project is is just very simply to represent um, on a stage for very talented people aligning around a common love for music, but representing a very broad spectrum of contemporary American experience. So just by the very fact that, you know, I'm a white American from South Carolina. Clarence is African-American from Detroit. Yasushi is a first-generation American citizen from Japan. Falu moved here from India and is a U.S. citizen. So all of us have very, very different backgrounds, very, very different American experiences. But when we make our music together, there's 
pure harmony. And I, I just, even on the very basic level, we all felt like that was a powerful statement and had a, had the potential to be meaningful. And so American Patchwork Quartet was really born and is, is born under that mission. So, so that is our, our mission, really. Falu, do you want to speak to that as well? I have found that people in America have been only supportive of embracing the differences that they have witnessed, the, the, the uniqueness that I've brought in this country. I have found that I've been admired, welcomed, supported, and wanted. And Clay finally figured out a platform where four different people from different backgrounds come together and create a boundaryless soulful place, safe place to come together, make music and create history. Won't somebody tell me Tell me if you can Tell me, tell me what is the soul of a man? Won't somebody tell me? Tell me if you can. Won't somebody tell me? Tell me what is the soul of a man? I'm going to ask the question. Please answer if you can. Is anybody here that can tell me? Tell me what about the soul of a man? Oh, won't somebody tell me? Tell me if you can. Won't somebody tell me? Tell me what is the soul of a man? I traveled in different countries. I've traveled in foreign lands. Haven't met anybody who could tell me. Tell me what about the soul of a man? Oh, won't somebody tell me? Tell me if you can. Won't somebody tell me? Tell me what is the soul of a man? A crowd of people stand talking. I walked up right on time. Was preaching the lawyers and the doctor. to read them right as far as i can understand said nothing but the burning light oh won't somebody tell me tell me if 
This is John Floridus. You're listening to Musicians Spotlight, and I'm joined today by Falu Shah and Clay Ross from the American Patchwork Quartet. Another bit of information that I got from the from the press material was, you know, the specificness of uh, I'm not using that word correctly, specificness, but um, but uh, reimagining timeless songs from America's past. Talk about that a little bit. I mean, the one the first clip that I saw was Wayfaring Stranger, which really hit home. Beautiful arrangement of it, and and I think it was a good you know gateway into what you're doing. I look at these things that. A really good friend of mine, um, Jamie Stone, who's another you know sure. collaborator. And He's been on the program. He's been on Musician Spotlight. Yeah, he always talks about. Uh, he plays a lot of folk songs, a lot of old American folk songs, and 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 has uh, alluded to them as you know sturdy vessels. You know, they're sturdy vessels, mm. and I, and I love that idea because I think it's true. They're they're you know these are songs that have stood the test of time. They've been passed down uh, through the oral tradition uh, from generation to generation because they are beautiful, because they tell a story of humanity, and because they speak to something that is true within all of us, not just the British American, Mm. not not just the Indian American, not just the African American. You know, these songs have kind of crossed um, color, racial, um, and economic boundaries to be loved by all people in America. Falu, when did these songs come to your ears? Were they? I mean, these songs of those of those of us who have grown up in America, you know, they they're very common. Were they common to you, or when when did they come to your ears? So my mother is a musician and a biggest fan of Emily Harris. Oh, okay. Nice. There's so, a gateway. <laughs> she did way very yeah. too. And yeah. my mom, in when I was growing up, I, I mean, she's a traditional classical Indian singer, and we used to have this record player, and she always played this record, Red Dirt Girl. And mm-hmm. um, there's a song, Last Night, Last mm, what is Last night I dreamed about you. I dreamed that you were older. Michelangelo is the name of that mm-hmm. song. And my mom absolutely loves that song. And she said to me, why don't you do something where you incorporate my favorite singer's song, but do a little of masala, spice. Do something that we do. <laughs> Give it a little spice and see how it tastes and make it make it your own. And I'm like, mom, what? She goes, yeah, try. And then I started singing in that, that song and that's it. I, I just got glued to Dolly Parton, M. Lou Harris, Johnny Cash. And then Mr. Clay walks in my life. And uh, and he he's an, he is he is the authority of this music, and I'm like Clay, send me the documentary of how this this all started. And so he kept sending me documentaries, history. He he gave me, he sent me twenty to twenty five songs that are so popular in America. Uh, I have had heard them, the sound not not specific song but i've heard the sounds because of my mom and i'm like i know this 
I've heard this. Why don't I do something that Clay? What about this raga? Like raga is a melodic scale. It has it depicts emotions and it has certain rules rules and regulations in Indian music. So if he would send me Wayfair and Stranger, I'd go back to Clay and say, "How about do you like this raga on it or do you like this melodic scale? Which one do you like?" He he would say both or he would say none or he would say one and I keep then we go back and forth with ideas and something just hits because these songs that he presents to me are so close to my folk tradition of india there is a mountain song that i i keep calling it a mountain song because wandering boy he sent me this song i'm like i sing that in my mountains wait let me sh- let me send you something like that and then i started bringing the microtones the the notes between the notes on the piano and then we started exploring the the two folks folk forms of india the gujarati folk form from gujarat state in india and the southern american folk form and oh my god it, it's just natural it was not forced it was not fitted we didn't try to do it but i think folk traditions everywhere have a life of their own have a have a soul and they just go directly from one soul to the other without having any language or other boundaries and i think that's why when we present these two folk traditions or classical and the other uh, other style of music it really works because it's music is such that a soul sings and a soul hears there's nothing in between Just a poor wayfaring stranger Traveling through this world below Yet there's no toll, no threat, no danger In this world to which I go I know dark clouds will gather around me I know my way is hard and steep But beauty's fields arise before
Falu, one of the things that you kind of spoke to a little bit earlier in the interview is something I think that a lot of Western folks don't understand, and and I'm still being educated about it, the concept of, um, you know, what we think of as classical training or classical musical tradition in other parts of the world. We tend to think of that as strictly, you know, a European thing. And I mentioned that I had done an interview with uh, the amazing oud player Rahim Al Hajj, and he spoke to, you know, his training in Iraq in. Uh, Eastern classical music of that of that area. Can you maybe speak to that a little bit in terms of you know what that was like, and are there you know maybe some parallels that you can make between that and Western classical music, or maybe just talk a little bit about that experience and how that sure. how you bring that to the table? Yeah, yeah, sure. So my training is Indian classical, North Hindustani music. So in India. Uh, Classical music is divided by region. So the north and the south. I have been trained since I was three years old in the northern, it's called Hindustani music, northern style of music. And our music is a baby. It's a creation of South Indian music and Arabic music. When you mix the two of them, our music is created. It's microtonal. It has 22 notes, not 12 notes, but 22. And... It, it, the main genre of this music is called khayal, which means means imagination. So, for instance, if I, just a simple four notes, do, re, mi, fa, or the Indian solfege, sa, re, ga, ma, do, re, mi, fa, right? How many permutation, permutations and combinations can you make in this four notes? So, spontaneous creativity on the fly is what we learn. So, this is how we'll do it. So, 
So if you give me a 4-4 four, four beat, 1-2-3-4. Sa re ga ma sa 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 re 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 ga 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 ma ma sa ga re ma ma sa ga re ma ga ma ga ma 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 re ga 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 sa re sa ga ga sa re sa ma 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 sa re sa ga ga re sa re sa ma 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 ga ma ga sa re ma ga sa re pa ma ga sa re sa re ga ma ga ma ma. All of anything like stuff like that. This is how we trained for 16 hours a day. And... for 10 10 15 years is very normal for us so we would sit in from sunrise to sunset and play the same scale up and down for 40 Wait, days i want to stop for just a second i want listeners to let that sink in 16 hours a day yeah it's normal that's normal yeah because uh, our whole purpose of doing music is the search for that one perfect note and our lifetime journey sometimes goes and you don't ever find or touch that one note that beautiful one perfect note and because of that you have to practice and keep seeking and seeking and seeking and my mother kept me going she she was very strict a disciplinarian and i would sit as a child from 6 years to 16 i remember precisely from sunrise to sunset without even getting up and just boom sare ga ma pa da ni da da ni da pa ma ga re da da like like a robot i would just go sometimes the voice would bleed and then my teacher would say okay take a day off come back again and just the, you keep going there's no stopping so the that kind of discipline was installed in, it's mostly in all the classical musicians who are serious and who want to make a career of their their crafts so you have to do that and it's very hard it's a lot of hard work and i'm trying to pass it on to my little one and you know he's done 2 hours but he's 9 years old mm. so we're trying i have to get him to the mark of 16 but with ipads it's hard <laughs> he's got a lot of catching up to do he's falling behind fellow come on i know the ipad is distracting me game hari
We're listening to a track from Falu Shah's solo release, For Us Road, called Gumar. We'll be back with more of our visit with American Patchwork Quartet after this. Welcome back to Musicians Spotlight. We're featuring music and conversation with Falu Shah and Clay Ross of the American Patchwork Quartet. To start this section of the program, we're listening to one of Clay's other projects, the Grammy Award-winning group Ranky Tanky with vocalist Kiana Parler. This is Freedom from their album Good Time.
This is John Floridas. You're listening to Musicians Spotlight, and I'm joined today by Falu Shah and Clay Ross from the American Patchwork Quartet. Falu, before I switch over to asking Clay a little bit more about himself, I wanted to ask just a little bit about the collaborations that you've done. The musicians that I'm just going to read off the list of musicians I have Yo Yo Ma, Wyclef Jean, Philip Glass, Ricky Martin, Blues Travels, and that's all over the map. That's just fantastic. I mean, so maybe pick one of those. I know this is going to be cruel. This is a cruel question. Pick one of those and maybe talk about um, what it was like to to collaborate with with one of them. I'll let you you pick. Oh, well, I, it's it's a it's a hard choice, but I'll do it. Um, I absolutely when I first came to America, uh, I had this huge honor. Somebody put me in front of Yo-Yo Ma. And imagine an FOB, right? So I'm, I'm the fresh of the boat, fresh of boat. Absolutely I'd not, clueless. I've not heard that acronym before. Yeah, yeah. You know, she, she's taught me lots of these. <laughs> <laughs> so I am FOB, fresh of boat. And I, I'm in uh, Salem, Massachusetts. I was studying at Berkeley College that day, that time. And it was, it was getting trained, but somebody introduced me and he took me to sing with him in this project, Silk Road project that he was doing at that time. And well, I, I just do my thing and I don't know really a lot about this amazing musician legend that I'm with because there was no Google at that time to kind of just Google and see who Yo-Yo Ma is. But of course, <laughs> I've heard his name. I have a lot of respect. and But there is respect and then there is respect Right. So mm. I went with there respectfully as, you know, oh, thank you for having me in your project. And and then I started singing and then he he pulls his cello out and he plays the same rug in the same way and just hearing it once. And and of course, he's a genius and he's absolutely a brilliant musician that I got to work with. But his genius is not just music. His genius is his humility. And I learned how that. humble, how beautiful of a person this person is to just a 22-year-old kid singing for him. And he's trying to learn what I am doing. What What is this, right? And then after two years, after working with him, I'm like, how could I be so naive? But, you know, I was myself. And whatever he asked, I, I answered. I didn't really have that knowledge of, oh my God, who am I talking to? But now I realize it was good because I would have been so intimidated otherwise. (laughs) But he taught me humility is the most important thing an artist can have. He taught me hard work. He taught me how you can easily pick up from other style and make it your own. He taught me that craft of going penetration into another style of music that you've never heard and try to find commonality between that and what you do and pick it up and make it yours and that's what i learned from yo-yo ma well yeah that's some uh, that's some great wisdom to have imparted to you from a fantastic musician falu let's check out one of your solo tracks this is from your release forest road and it's called bahar man bhi javo na javo sayya man bhi javo मान भी जावो ना जावो सैया मान भी जावो तेरे पर ओवारी जाऊं तेरे पर ओवारी जाऊं कब से मैं ठाड़ी रे द्वारे कब से मैं ठाड़ी रे द्वारे मेरे हम 
Clay, you were also a cultural ambassador, and I'm not just using that term, you know, lightly. You literally were, there's a program for this, right? I mean, like, you're the second artist I've had on the show who had that distinction. The other was uh, Ilana James, Elena James, rather, from um, Hot Club of Cowtown. So that kind of makes sense to, you know, some of your interest in doing this music specifically. Yeah, really, it does. I mean, you know, it's crazy because if you're going to manifest something in your life or you you want to achieve something or you have a vision, by the time I was, you know, 22 and ready to move to New York City, I I'd felt like I'd sort of exhausted all the experiences in my in Charleston after I had graduated from college, and I felt, you know, I needed to to try to see what life might be like in the big city and what collaborators I might um, engage with. And, you know, my, my driving uh, signposts were just this idea that, you know, I want, I want to make a life in music and I want to travel the world playing music. I want to see the world, you know, through my music. And I remember I met, uh, ran into a, a great guitarist named David Gilmore. He's a jazz guitarist, not the Pink Floyd guitarist. I was going to say. <laughs> um, but, but David is a really, really renowned jazz guitarist. And uh, he was playing a show at the Jazz Gallery in Manhattan. And I, I bumped into him and he was like, yeah, I just got back from Madagascar. And I thought, wow, I want to go to Madagascar. How do you, how do you do that? You know, and he's, you know, I was on the, one of those state department tours. So I, I found out about it and then I just pursued it relentlessly. And, um, and I found out how to audition for the program and do the whole thing. And essentially what it is, is like a, a peacekeeping uh, effort that they've implemented. The State Department has implemented um, this kind of quote-unquote soft diplomacy uh, since the the Cold War era. You know, they sent Louis Armstrong, they sent Dizzy Gillespie, they sent Duke Ellington. So you're in very, you know, venerable um, American uh, uh, company of like American legends who have done this this work. So I, I won my first audition with the group that I put together to do it, and that was in 2005. And, and I've since, I think I've been to over 30 countries on multiple tours across Africa, Mozambique, Ghana, Cote d'Ivoire, Cameroon, Senegal, uh, Macedonia, Greece, Turkey, um, been 
all over Europe, all over Asia, Thailand, uh, China. Um, really, it's you know changed my life because I've seen, gotten to experience um, the places themselves and and drink the water, eat the food, and also to sort of mirror my own American identity, if you will, um, against all these experiences. And and so and you know so what I've found is that you know music is a common denominator among all people like food um it's a it's a life force it's a beautiful thing clay ross and falu shah from the american patchwork quartet joining us in musician spotlight clay i wanted to ask you something else um it seems well first of all let me put it this way the work that you two are doing and and along with uh, uh, the band as, as a whole is would be important at any time it feels like it's particularly vital right now in our world as we're recording this in, in uh, June of 2020, as America kind of has, well, not kind of, <laughs> it's coming to a reckoning, you know, of, of where we are and how we go forward. And one of the things that really struck me in, in you know, I'll say this too, you know, when I first even just saw the picture of the band, I, the first thought to my, that came to my mind was like, well, that looks like America right there. You know, just just from looking at the group, you know, which is cool, which is a really cool thing. It feels really important for this project to have. I'm just gonna say it: a white guy from the South involved with this. You know, it. I mean, in a way, it makes perfect sense, of course, because the most important music forms come from the South in America, right? Uh, it feels important to me to have the South involved in what you're doing specifically. Yeah. And I mean, I think, I'm just curious what your thoughts are on that. I, I think that's true. And, and I think that, um, you know, I've, I've been a sort of, I've been a person who's sort of struggled in, in a way for, um, cultural identity, if you will, as a person who, as a white guy from the South, you know, who grew up in, in the suburbs, essentially, um, who has, uh, you know, sort of adopted love for a lot of different musical cultures from around the world. You know, I've spent years playing the music from Brazil. You know, I've, I've studied the music from Africa. You know, I've spent years studying jazz music as the only white member of an all-black band in many cases, you know. Um, we, you know, we won the Grammy award this year and I'm the only white member of an all black band. Um, and, you know, I think that with, at, at this age and at this perspective, with this perspective, having traveled the world, having accomplished a, a number of things professionally, you know, at least, at least I've been around the sun a few times, you know, um, you know, I think that, that what I see you know, in, in my identity is that I'm American, right? I'm, I am, a, I am an American and so is Falu and so is Clarence and so is Yasushi. And, you know, if I can be a bridge between, um, their cultures and their experiences musically and a rich, uh, wealth of cultural um, American identity that is music of the American South, then that feels like a great place to be. That feels like a really great way to sort of serve 
a bigger and much more important conversation, which is like, where are we headed? Why are we here? What are we doing? What are we doing to one another? And what are we doing for one another? And, and how do we write the next chapter? Clay, thanks so much for sharing your thoughts on that. Let's um, let's check out a tune from one of your other projects, Ranky Tanky, and this is with vocalist Kiana Parlor. And from the album Good Time, we'll feature Stand By Me.
I wanted to ask you about a specific quote that I got from the promotional materials. Um, and I love this. This is one of my favorite things that I've come across recently. Uh, while we are not responsible for our country's past, we are accountable for its future. Every country has its history. India was uh, under the British Raj for hundreds of years. And we have come out of that. With it has come out wisdom of tolerance, nonviolence, ahimsa, and loving everybody as if they are you. And our values growing up in, in a free India was you should never live in the past, but always live in the present and be responsible for your karmas now so you don't uh, make the future bad for you. So now, living now. And I know that America had a history but for us, we cannot go behind and change it. We can't. We, we were not there to do that. And we were not there to witness that. But we are here now. What we do now will affect our children and our grandchildren. And this is the time where we wake up and we join hands and we create a global music, global love, global earth that we can be proud of and give that to our children a at least try to give them a peaceful, calm, forgiving, non-violent with ahimsa and satyagra and truth. We try to do that and hopefully with, with music, we will be able to achieve that in a very soulful way and a very real, authentic way. Yeah, amen. And, and you know, and I, like Falu and I and, and, I, and Clarence too, we're all parents. You know, we have children. You know, we want our children to see us on stage with one another, collaborating. You know, I want my I want my daughters to see me, you know, singing "This Land Is Your Land" with Falu mm. and Clarence <laughs> and yeah. Yasushi. It's simple. It's not complicated. You know, it's very simple. <laughs> That's so true. And that that simple idea should exist in the world. Yeah, and I, I guess what I you know what I really took from that quote was. When you know when you when it said while we are not responsible for our country's past, that's not um, meaning that we shouldn't examine it and learn it and be educated by it and and have and be informed by it. The best part of that to me is we're accountable for its future. That seems just so proactive. That's what I like a lot about what you know the the general philosophy of the group and the collaboration is. It just feels very very proactive and moving forward uh, in a positive way. And and that, that's what really struck me, I guess, about that. That's great. That's awesome. Well, we're we're glad that that was that that this is inspiring to you because it definitely inspires us. And I think the most inspiring thing to me is that we're just at the beginning, and we have right, so much right. to learn from one another. And I I tend to to you know set myself up in these kind of situations to learn something. You know, I want to learn more more from Falu. I want to learn more from Clarence. I want to learn more from Yasushi, and I want to learn more from the audiences that we're going to interact with and from the, the presenters that are, that are going to help share this story. I'm so inspired to see this little, this simple idea grow because I do believe it's a beautiful seed. Oh, I left my pretty Sarah and I quit my lover too. 
website is is it apq.com or is it uh it's american patchwork quartet okay so the whole, the whole AP, apq is like a, a trucking company in minneapolis or something <laughs> i'm sure they're a lovely I company I don't know. but i don't think our yeah. listeners will be that enthralled with their website if they're looking for your music american they're like a law firm or something I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> american patchwork quartet.com is the name of the website uh, Falu Shan vocals, Clay Ross on guitar and vocals, Clarence Penn on drums, uh, Yasushi Nakamura on bass. Check out the website, and we are very hopeful. And I'm going to say, we're, let's, just, let's just say confident that at some point uh, the group will be coming to the, the listening area here in Montana. We'll get a chance maybe to sit down and meet and and get a chance to chat face to face. Thank you for having yeah, us. Thanks so much. This has been awesome. Well, I wish I was a turtle dove and wings and could fly. Oh, I'd fly through Sarah's window, feel the breath of her side. And there in those precious arms, this is John Floridas. You've been listening to Musicians Spotlight. Our guest today has been the American Patchwork Quartet. If you'd like to contact us, you can do so through the Montana Public Radio website, mtpr.org, as well as through our own website, musicianspotlight.org. You can also find us online on Facebook and on Twitter. Our program is available as a podcast from those websites, as well as through iTunes and through Spotify. Musicians Spotlight is a production of Montana Public Radio.